Here is the situation, folks. These violent delights have violent ends, and their triumph die like fire and powder, which, as they kiss, consume. What a load of horse shit. Sorry, Tracy, but we are heading back to the drive-in this week with the next chapter of the carpooling with the Cullens as we watch all the Twilight movies. And today, we're talking about New Moon. Oh! It's okay, Billy. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you, Billy. Because this is the Parking Lot Podcast with your friends, Kate Latimer, Maggie Prince, Elise Bailey, and myself, Ellie Janetta, and I guess the wolf's out of the bag, so please enjoy the show. Situations are critical. You gotta look Before we get into the movie, uh, how was everybody's week? Kate, how was your week? My week was, uh, it was nice. I think uh, it was like a pretty low key, just like get back into the routine of it week, which I needed Um, because we had Christmas and then we were in like heavy production. And then I've just been sort of like figuring my shit out. So it was really nice to have like, just get back into the routine. We were working on edits at work. Um, I was just like, had a pretty quiet weekend. saw some friends. I went to, I want to talk about my Saturday activity, which was okay. maybe the highlight of my week, other than my dinner with you, Sarah Gordon, obviously, if you're listening. Um, but I went to Valley Village with Shannon Tigert and my mother. And it was, it was one of those, um, like I, if you go into Valley Village knowing what you want, then you often don't find it because it's just like, doesn't work that way. But I walked in with the list and I got like, most of the things on my list it was just i was like walking down the aisles i have a new kettle which i properly scrubbed obviously i i got some new mittens i got a whole bunch of books the only thing that i didn't find was um a dog bowls for billy because i want like really nice ceramic dog Mm. bowls because i left Mm. his i left his dog bowls uh up at my aunt and uncle's over christmas break so i have to like replace them and i I've, it's occurred to me that this is just a new accessory. I was like, why yeah. get a weird, yeah. like stainless steel, hygienic bowl when I could get like a beautiful crafted, like pottery uh, bowl that someone probably uh, yes. vomited it and left in their basement for 10 years. And then the only reason it's there is because somebody died who lived in the home. They maybe died on the bowl, starting yeah. to decompose into the bowl. It's now in the 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 ceramic the ceramic material Mm -hmm. and i will feed my dog Mm -hmm. from that which is the way it goes at valley village but it was packed it was bumping then we drove down ronsi we got a coffee we went secondhand book shopping it was just like it was my dream day and then we went back to her apartment and her partner um is working at a like distribution food distribution company and he gets a lot of the he gets free reign of the um almost expired food um she brought a bunch of cheeses to new year's like a Mm -hmm. a cheese platter i've never witnessed before she brought more cheese to my parents house on saturday night and it was it was so good so we just got we arrived at like four we spent like seven hours at my parents house beautiful we just ate cheese drank wine my dad just had like a fire going and the football game billy was with us it was just a really nice like chill saturday wow and um uh, I realized I like I started playing this game of what would you do if you didn't have to work. Um, I think that's what I would do. I just like walk the dog and go book shopping and go to Valley Village and yeah, eat cheese. I would definitely be going to Valley Village like 
like I I love that place so much. Like I I feel like once a day I'm like, can I go to Valley Village? It just it brings me a lot of joy to know that. Oh, and I found a piece of art. That's what I was gonna say. Oh. <gasps> You're gonna die. Oh. It's so pretty. I have it. It's it's the exact same size as the um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, art that you mm-hmm. gave me, and it's in this a similar colored frame. So I have them like uh, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg is on top, and then this it's like a portrait of a house in the country, which is obviously Where, my my jam. Did you find it at Valley Village? Yeah, it was oh, a Valley it's Village. Such a find. good find. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously my life is extremely exciting, but uh, that's that's where I'm at. I'm feeling happy and content. I agree with that notion of like everything that in your life that is going to be like visual and a part of your life, even if it's if it's like a dog bowl, it has to be like aesthetically pleasing. And yes. it, like, why are you gonna like? It has to look like get like the cutest bowl ever it like feels why not like something that should be so self-evident but i didn't realize that you could just like choose to buy stuff that makes you happy yeah and i was like why wouldn't i have just been doing this all along I know. i'm like about to buy like um something to put my dish washer like dish soap in because i'm yeah. like sick of looking at that like lime green bottle like get rid of it that. makes me understand why people put all of their like soaps in in dispensers yeah. and like oats in glass jars i was like oh it brings them joy yeah brings me a lot of joy yeah um and then oh there was one more thing i want to talk about was that um my friend Shannon works at Canadian stage and they're putting on a production of fall on your knees. And it's like a very big deal. And there are two parts. So it's one out one part. One is three hours. And then like a few weeks later you go and see part two, which is also three hours. And, um, there was like a very good sale on. So my mother and I are going to both part one and part two. What is fall? And should I know what that is? No, it's a Canadian novel by, uh, her name's Anne Marie McDonald and it's fairly well known. It's like a very, she's a celebrated Canadian writer and, um, it's like part of this new trend of Canadian theater that's doing adaptations of books, which is exciting for me. And, uh, so we have tickets and I'm just like, we're going on my birthday, the, the actual day, and then a week after. And I'm wow. I'm like shitting my pants That's with excitement. Beautiful. Nice. So it's been a nice week. Uh, Maggie, how was your week? Um, my week was okay. Um uh I went I've started running, which is no. yeah, like what? because I feel like it's I feel like I don't know why it's different at this apartment than it is at Glendale but I feel like more of like a actual like urge to run like each day they're very short runs because I'm trying really hard not to like make it I'm trying to like enjoy it and not like push myself so that I will be like oh running fucking sucks so I like barely run but I do and that's really nice um are you having a good time yeah I have a good time I like like to run to do errands which I think I'm going to stop doing that as much. So I'll like run around a lot and then I'll like go to like the Portuguese like grocery store and I'll like get stuff and like walk back in my like cold running outfit. And I feel like I look pretty goofy. Um, Everyone looks goofy when they're running outside yeah, in winter. Fine. And I feel good. And like the other day I went to Dollarama and that was like incredible. I bought a lot of stuff that I didn't need at Dollarama. Yeah. Dollarama is a 10 out of 10. Lo- I love Dollarama. Um, 
That's where I went for our party. I spent like twenty dollars. Yeah, I spent on everything. I spent seventeen dollars. I got a light bulb. I got you like just, a as hook. much as you put in your bag. It will oh, always be twenty dollars. I didn't even have a, a a basket with me. I just had hands full, and I dropped my mitten in the store at one point. Um, and then I did couldn't you find, get? Did you run to get it? I <laughs> slowly walked back because these mittens—they're my ski mittens, and I've had them for a while. And I guess I could wash them. I'm realizing that it's all all my issues shoes but i also have been running with them and um they're i think that they're pretty smelly i would assume and like because i know that because why would you assume because you know when you like uh you're like you need to like put your mitten into your mouth because you're like doing a couple things and you like have to bite onto it and hold it in your mouth well last time i did that it was like really salty tasting so i was like that's all sweat uh, sorry. So it tastes bad, but how yeah. do you know it smells bad? Why I do you, don't know. Like I don't think you need to assume about smell. Can you just smell it? Yeah, it seems know? like you have like I a really know. good I haven't indicator, it. which is your nose. Yeah. Anyway, I like that you jumped right to the taste. <laughs> yeah. Well, it tastes weird, so it probably smells, smells weird. Yeah, it probably smells weird. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't be sure. And uh, other than that, I've been. Um, yeah, so the running's been good for mood. Um, what do you listen to while you run? Podcasts. I know that's podcasts. Podcasts. No, I I love that. Or jazz. Sometimes. <laughs> what? Here we go. You listen to Some jazz sometimes. Jazz. Do you listen to jazz when you're not running? Yes, I do. Since when? Like literally always. Really? Yeah, I love jazz. You say this like I should know this about you. Have you I ever just made this? Jazz. Anyways. I also ate at this. So it's this um, Vietnamese restaurant very close by to me. And Pho Lin? Yeah, Pho Lin. Golden Turtle is and will always be my place. Like I will st- continue to go there because Fulin doesn't have a liquor license um so it's more of like a lunch spot for me maybe um but uh or like a quick dinner which is what i did but it was so fucking good it was incredible you you could like sneak in a beer no okay (laughs) but it was i just cannot recommend it like it was the best like like yeah i I need to try it where is it uh it's uh like brocken college oh yeah 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 Yeah, okay i can picture it perfectly yes okay so incredible very close to me great i'll try it yes anyways uh um last saturday we picked up our new cat yay um she is a she as i've been told um i think we can tell she's a she she's in heat um we went to go pick her up from the foster family and the foster family's kids became very attached to the cat and just told us that she was going to shit all over the place and rip up all our furniture to deter us. Um, But we took her anyway. That didn't work. No, it didn't work. She got into the carrier on her own. That to me was like the most special thing. I was so worried that she was going to be like, no! Did they tell you you had to bring a carrier? Did you know that was part of the deal? Yeah. Yeah. I asked. Because I was like, I didn't... You asked or they told you? I asked. Okay. So what would they have done if... You just showed up empty-handed. They'd probably be like, you her. seem like a negligent owner. <laughs> That's true. That you hadn't yeah. thought it through. Yeah, they'd be like, you should probably have a carrier, at, at least for now. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so we own her now, and she's going to get spayed on Thursday. 
recording. This is Tuesday. So she is now kind of going through these very, I don't know, aggressive spurts of horniness until this <laughs> procedure goes on where she will wake us up sporadically throughout the night just to scream how she wants to be touched and mated with. Yeah. And um, neither of us, unfortunately, can help her in that department. I think fortunately, I don't want to help her. Yes. I'm glad I can't. She's so, already been a mother once. She's already been a mother once. Yeah. So once she gets through that, I think she'll be a lot more calm and normal. Yeah. She'll like level out because um, I was like really nervous about uh, I've never picked a cat, as I said before. So I was so nervous that we were going to meet her and she like wasn't going to like us or she was going to be like a really like antisocial or like mean cat. I was so worried about what she was going to be like. All I had was like the description and like the Zoom call we had. And we showed up and she just like instantly came to greet us at the door and she like licked our hands and nudged our legs. We put the carrier down. We were like talking to the foster family and she like got in the carrier on her own and just sat there. We like zipped it up. And that to me made me really happy because it felt like she like decided. It didn't feel like we were like, here, kitty, and like chased her around the apartment and like threw her in a bag. She like gone in on her own accord so i'm going with my new mom and dad Aww. yeah and then we let her out too because the family was worried that she was going to be really stressed and like vomiting and pooping and you know freaking out but she wasn't she just like roamed around our apartment like in laps for like when you brought billy home that first day i remember too he just like kept going in a circle to assessing be like, the situation like this is here and this is here and she was doing the same thing she would like stay in the window for like 45 minutes straight just like staring at everything uh out our back window uh, and then the first night she was like, okay, so that's your bed. No, I thought that was my bed. Oh, that small thing. That's my bed. No, I'm, I'm going to sleep in this bed. And then we got in our bed and she was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is accurate. But she kind of wants to snuggle though. Right. She does. Like then the first night, I don't know where she slept, but she was so quiet. Like I was anticipating us to hear like crash, boom, blah, blah. And she just slept quietly through the night somewhere. And then she went into heat she went into heat so now the last few nights she just goes like at yeah. the end of our bed she does not <laughs> want to be snuggled she wants to be aggressively pet <laughs> yeah she wants to be mounted yeah yeah it's frustrating because then she like really is cute and snuggly like you can pick her up and just like hug her and she'll lick your face and like nuzzle into your neck but then if you like entertain that for a bit too long she's like oh do you want to do you want to have babies and you're like, yeah no should we Take us to the bedroom. Oh, we're in the bedroom. Oh, great. <laughs> but she's so sweet. She's so cute. I met her last night and she was just like such a lovely, like felt like she'd always been there. Yeah. And I can't, like I already can't imagine you guys without this cat. Thank I was like, you. oh, she's, she's meant to be very much of the palette, the color palette too. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if this is weird to say, but she's just like aesthetically really works with this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like the couch, the the rug, it it all goes together. Yeah, because she's a she's a tortoise shell cat, so she's like she's brown and black mostly, but she has like stark lines, which really makes me laugh. So like straight down her nose, she has like this big chunk of straight black that goes all the way down her paw. Then like one paw is like a cream color, and one paw is black, and she's like a tuft of white on her chest. Uh, and then like on She's one so of her pretty. cheeks, she has like almost like orange tabby cat markings because she has like orange slashes through her cheek. She's like so she looks crazy, though, because she also has yellow eyes. So every picture we look, she looks like, like a scared Frenchman from like the 1840s. She's like, <laughs> oh. yeah, she does look like a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, She's really strange. But she kind of half closes them when you like pet her little face. Yeah. 
but she's what is her name what was her name and what is her name her name was blethin which felt like a hate crime against animals mm-hmm. just does not yeah. it's not cute or rolls off that the must tongue. have been a joke <laughs> i mean they they stuck to it they probably just got to that level of b in the cat names or the regular name <laughs> yeah they probably ran out of names honestly i feel like you can double up i don't think that's crazy you'd think but, but yeah for now we've been calling her lucia which was elliot's idea yeah it's gonna be like it still doesn't feel 100 percent right yeah so i think it's one of those things like i don't know you get a new anything it feels like it's not yours until that one day it's yours so yeah lucia greco which like i agree i don't know i'm like 90 percent there i like don't know if that's definitely her name because i still like look to her and i almost don't know what to say i'm like get down yeah <laughs> um no and i was saying to elise and maggie today it's like when you buy a new laptop and apple kind of gives you the two options do you want to do the express thing where all your stuff gets kind of sent over automatically and we kind of do all the hard work or do you want to do this manually and you're going to drag over everything slowly and figure out what goes where we just took the express lane and yeah. we, everything was all good to go she like already has and i think also that she grew up around kids also like for the last three months she's been living with a family with like two they're not like they're not kids kids but they're you know between like eight and 12 yeah. i think that probably was helpful to have like boys and play around mm-hmm. she she knows how to be gentle and she's of elliot's maturity level yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> she startles a bit easily but she's also still getting used to her surroundings but overall it's not like she's been like pissing and shitting all over all of our belongings and like tearing the shelves down of our yeah apartment. not yet knock on wood um we had a little movie showing last night for this next chapter of carpooling with the cullens second installment which is new moon if i'm getting that correctly if i'm pronouncing that correctly um cue the music honestly the volturi are the closest thing my world has to royalty they enforce the law vampires have laws you're a human who knows entirely too much about us they could kill us all don't belong in my world, Bella. I belong with you. This is the last time you'll ever see me. Please just Do you want me to do, do the little trivia and the nuts and bolts yes. before we talk about top level stuff? Yeah. I would love to hear that. Okay. So firstly, Twilight Saga New Moon is the sequel to the, you know, monumental success that was Twilight. Mm-hmm. Wait, before mm-hmm. you say it, I just want to preface. Yeah. I doubt you can tell me something I don't already know. Okay, great. Okay, I, I just put it to the test. I want to see. What year did this movie come out? <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Okay, hang on, hang on. Um, 2008. I'm going to, can I guess? Yeah. yeah. 2010. This movie was released in 2009. You were both wrong. Fuck. Directed by Chris Weitz. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. With a runtime of two hours and 10 minutes. Sped by. And the film's budget was estimated to be $50 million. Gross for Canada and U.S., $297 $297 million. So, so they still, an amazing movie. They did, they did, did not know what they, they did, had. They did fine. 
and uh, worldwide gross of seven hundred and eleven million dollars. Yeah. So uh, one of the one of the trivia for the first movie was that the day after the first one premiered, they greenlit this movie. So oh, I didn't know that they're on they're on track for some big hits. I think like literally no one involved knew what was happening until the premiere. And they were like, we should have given her some more money. Yeah. (laughs) And we should have made her come back for the second one. Who? Catherine Hardwick. The director. Oh, the director. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her with a bigger budget. I feel like that would have been edgy as fuck. Yeah. And so romantic. Totally. Does anyone want to tell me a synopsis of this this movie? Maybe tell us a trivia. Do I do trivia first? Yeah. Okay. Trivia first. So first little bit of trivia here. Each member of the wolf pack had to have proper papers proving that they had native descent. Did you know mm-hmm. that? I proper didn't know that actually. papers proving? Wait, yes. like the Taylor actor? Lautner is not... Actor? What? The actors? Yeah, the, the actors. Or the characters in the movie. <laughs> the actors. I'm kidding. Taylor, I did not know that. Taylor Lautner's not Native American. Yeah, he's... Uh, I looked this up. He's uh, distantly. Distantly? Yes. Yeah. So there's there's your first little wow. thing there. I didn't know that. Um, is distantly like, mm, we just think he's... Really cute and has a lot of muscles that will make it work. Uh, It's me being like I'm distantly Spanish. Okay, so no. Yeah, Yeah, basically. I'm distantly from Ecuador. Um, Just before Jacob almost kisses Bella, he says, Coop Kilowattly. I can, I'm definitely not, hours. I'm definitely not uh, no, pronouncing it right. I think you're distantly native. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because that's just in my blood. Jacob? Um, which means uh, stay with me forever. Oh, he didn't say that in the book. He said stay with her forever before Whoa. the first kiss. In the in the other language. Yeah. In the other, in the other language. <laughs> uh, in 2019, Robert Pattinson said in an interview that he had recently watched this film on television and reminisced about the series and the good memories he has of it. He also said that he thought the soundtrack was way ahead of its time. That is true. Yeah. This is the best soundtrack of the of the four movies. Mm, I think Twilight had a better soundtrack. But this one does have some bops, though. This one yeah. has so many bops. Mm-hmm. What was the one where she's in the water and he's in, his ghost is in the water? Oh, that was a good uh, one. Liability by Likey Lee. There's it's a, a it's a possibility. No, yes. that's not in the water. Yes, it is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's Anya something in the water. Possibilities when she's in the chair. Oh, oh you're, you're right. right. You're right. Oh, when she's yeah. in the chair. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Pivotal scene. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's uh, it's the song with Grizzly Bear yes, and Grizzly Feist Bear. and yeah. Service Elevator or something like How that. How does it go? Can you sing it? I'll so- play it now in post. But- yeah, yeah. <laughs> play it now. The film's American premiere was held on the 16th of November in 2009, which in the lunar cycle was a new moon. Ooh, somebody on the marketing team popped off. Mm -hmm. Somebody looked at a calendar. It does very much feel like a November movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
And after months of speculation and rumors, the director, Chris, and the novelist, uh, Stephen, sorry, Stephanie Meyer, confirmed on her official website that Taylor Lautner would be reprising his role as Jacob because it was in doubt from the filmmakers if he could put on the Bulk amount up. of muscle needed oh, for the role. Oh, I remember that. It was very controversial. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Boy turned to man. But he, was, he did a lot of exercise. He was then given the, the green light because he gained uh, 26 pounds of muscle for this movie. Mm-hmm. It shows. And it um, show. my last little bit of trivia is that New Moon is Robert Pattinson's favorite book in the Twilight series. Because Edward's gone for most of it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he can relax. I think that's why it's my favorite movie of the series because Edward is gone for most of it. I realized that Bella's not like uh, very fun or funny when Edward's around. No, she's very serious. Yeah. I was like, you should not be with him. As, soon- it's the fir- as an adult, this is the first time that I'm like... Should be with the, you, the it other was one. Validating for me as an adult to be like, yes, I am Team Jacob because they oh. have fun together. I know. I was always, always Team Edward, and I was like, you don't have very much fun with him. No, so serious. Do you find her fun or funny when she's n- any other time? Yeah, yeah when Jacob, she's with Jacob, she's, she's, like, she's like, like more laid back. She's, she's like, like, you should be taking steroids, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> she like throws a piece of slice in his head. She asks Emery if he has a girlfriend, and it's like a burn. She's yeah. never made a burn in front of yeah. vampires. No. She's always like, I'm sorry for existing. Yeah, she throws herself off a cliff. <laughs> it's true. Um, what did you guys think of the movie? Before we get into the notes here. This one to me, it's always hard because it feels so different than Twilight. Like you can tell it's a different director. And uh, and it looks weird. Like so much of it is very clearly like CGI. It looks, it looks awful. <laughs> Yeah. But like stuff that you don't you don't think needs to be CGI, like they're all like standing on the side of a cliff and it looks like they're playing The Sims in the distance. Yeah. Well, um, that's still a pretty small budget, is it not? Yeah, it is. Considering how all the special effects that yeah, they Yeah, considering need, that like one of the main characters just spent like a third of the movie as a big dog, but Like that's a lot of special effects. And I think the wolves look pretty good. Yeah, well, so they wolves. clearly like cut their budget somewhere. It's all the environments that look yeah, terrible. Yeah, they look really fake. Yeah. She yeah. looks like she's in front of a green screen the whole time. I think they time. were also built for like older TVs. I don't think if they're they were like... <laughs> sure. Are you knocking our TV? Your TV is so fucking big. I was telling my mom this morning, I was like, it is nice to be sitting and feeling right? like you're in a movie theater. It is. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. With surround wow. sound? I brought popcorn and candy and I was like... Oh, I forgot to bring that. Sorry. I was like, can everyone turn off their phones? <laughs> Lucia, no one's going to make you. Be quiet. Sit down. Classic movie theater experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I like the plot of this one the best. I also recently listened to the audiobook for New Moon and I found that like that was the book that went by the fastest because I think it's like... Out of the whole series, it makes the most sense as a story, mm-hmm. and it comes right after like the, I mean, all of them are like the direct uh, following of the preceding events, but uh, or the prior events. But I don't know. Eclipse to me was so hard to get through as a book and as a movie. I just think like the whole plot's kind of dumb, and then it gets into the whole like lore of vampires versus uh, werewolves. But this still feels like it's the girly who loves two boys. Yeah, it's yeah. like a nice classic love triangle, and yeah. she's. And he's like uh, being a smart, nice person who's like, maybe you shouldn't be with someone who's going to try and kill you. Yeah. Elliot? I thought this was one of the most boring movies I've ever sat through. (laughs) I was counting down the seconds. You were having a laugh. Yeah, you were having constant commentary. (laughs) But 
it, were like sitting in your chair having a good time. Yeah, but it it's still not as fun to kind of take apart as the first one because the mm-hmm. first one is is silly and they're kind of I don't know not intentionally going for silliness. I didn't couldn't really remember what the plot was of the movie except that she has night terrors now <laughs> for breaking up with. At the his. beginning of New Moon, you were like, "Are they going to do a recap of what happened in the last one?" Kate and I were like, "What do you mean? Why would you need a recap?" <laughs> What don't you know? I was like, do you need us to do this scene by scene, line by line for you, Twilight? Yeah, I wish you did. Um, this is a skin of a killer, Bella. Yeah. So um, the lion fell in love with a lamb. Yeah, a lot of weird stuff. Um, the Bringing up the weird Italian thing and then like, so we're going to bring it up. It's going to be in a painting and then we're not going to talk about it for two hours. And then we're going we're gonna to go back there later. foreshadowing. Yeah, boring. Maggie, how did you feel about a movie? I also felt it to be so boring i like spaced out the whole second half of the movie like the italy part like i could not like i couldn't pay attention i don't know what the last half of the movie was about but i really liked did Jake. you ever like this movie i thought i did but i realized i i realized i never understood what was going on in the italy part because i would always space out during that part and I liked. Do the, you know now? I like. Or no, you still don't. Understand. I still don't know what happened. We can do an, a plot. <laughs> <explanation>. <laughs> uh, I spaced out. Kate and I can act it out. Um, but I, I think I did like. I liked Bella and Jacob. Like, still as like a twenty-seven-year-old, I was like, yeah, cute. I mean, I think that shifts for me in the next one. But this one, I was like, cute, nice. Cute. I was like, I like Bella. Cute. She's like kind of funny. This is. But yeah, I, I think I appreciated that Edward wasn't in it very much. Um, this movie solidified to me that I... Um, and every, anytime he would show up and, as the kind of ghosty character, I'd be like, get out of here. Go away, you're annoying me. I'm sorry. Yeah, they it? make him pretty like tightly wound and like high yeah. strung and, and like very formal yeah, for no worst. reason. He's the worst costumes in this movie. He just like is always wearing one layer too many. And he's also like he also looks as like is an, his entire family. Yeah. I mean, like is vampirism. Vampirism. And Jasper is so odd looking. Like sorry, like that actor yeah. is very handsome. But they you're just, all supposed to be so beautiful. It's like you just look they like make you're wearing them bad look wigs. So weird. <laughs> yeah. And like Robert Pattinson is a beautiful man they just i don't like what they do with him if he wasn't wearing so many like wool suits yeah. <laughs> and khakis i think it's haircut and like it's how pale he is i was like i would much rather be a werewolf than a vampire it seems like those guys actually have fun and like eat breakfast together and like yeah they laugh yeah. they fight they play fight it seems like a good time I was waiting, though, for when they walked toward the wolf clubhouse for it to be like a handwritten sign on like a loose plank piece of wood that said like the dog house or something on it. <laughs> I wish. But, but it didn't. It didn't say that. Do you want to summarize what the plot of this movie is? Um, I can try. Here, yeah. put the timer on. Wait, Kate, you didn't say how you felt oh, about yeah. the movie. How do you feel about this movie? I loved this movie. <laughs> Truly, you like think it's a good movie. No, no, but I've never no. thought that about but any of these movies. Okay, not bad question. You were like not bored, never bored. wasn't bored as a teenager. wasn't bored for the last ten years of watching this movie. I, I, it gets me every time. Well, yeah, I just yeah. like I, I, I'm like so all in, and I just remember. Um, I don't know. I found it very relatable. Like, cause I remember early high school. I didn't like like my friends until I was in like grade eleven. So I found it very comforting. <laughs> Shout out to any of Kate's friends yeah. from grade nine or ten. They're listening. Uh, they are definitely not. 
I, they knew we were just like friends of convenience circumstantial circumstantial friends oh uh, yeah no there was a couple of who i like anyway it was very comforting was to have this girl like. um who also didn't really like her friends um i don't know i just really related to bella in this movie mm. and then um she was so sad and angsty and then it just felt like she i don't know i like i can't describe it it just feels no, so uh, she was a more believable character to me in this one for sure than the last one yeah and i think she, i just like this movie is so like wrapped up in my high school experience of like what was like getting me through um I will say though that the the book is better than the movie, and then the book is better than the movie. But this book, they like, there's a lot more like development, and there's some like, so there's some subplots that they just kind of skim over, and I guess I assume you'd understand. But I did find I enjoyed listening to this book the most. Okay, thirty seconds on the clock, Elliot. Tell me when. No. Uh, so Bella's like really old and in a field, but then she's not anymore. And so basically, she gets her birthday because it's been a year, and. Uh, she, she cuts her arm open because uh, her boyfriend Edward throws her like through a plate glass window or something <laughs> and then he's like oh my god I didn't know you were going to bleed so much I have to break up with you and he breaks up with her and then he moves to this whole family and then she kind of has a whole mental breakdown her dad's like you should just leave and go live with your mom and then he's in Brazil the whole time dancing with those teenagers and then the wolf boys show up and then they have to go to Italy and then 30 seconds that's uh, that's it that's yeah I mean yeah, yeah. he was doing Brazilian dance battles Dancing with children with which children you know like all the kids that are like doing the shark dance battle in Brazil right now in these mean streets oh no yeah I didn't get that reference sorry yeah I didn't either but <laughs> I was like whoa I really spaced out <laughs> it was like dancing <laughs> with children so I have a few notes as we're going through you're gonna have to check me on what the scenes are and everything but i will say as this movie starts with the moon i was like oh cool hype <laughs> cool. opening the moon shifting with the title thing i was like okay i'm in this looks cool it fucking ruins it immediately because <laughs> yeah. then she's in the field and it's all like really cg looking and he's all sparkly walking out of the thing it's just like they'd made they they don't make vampires cool. That's no. the problem. No, Especially not. And they in this don't make one. werewolves cool either. I thought they made werewolves kind of werewolves cool. Werewolves are pretty cool. I wanted to be part of the pack. Yeah. No, because there's never a moment where I was just like, why did your shirt come off? And like, why are you in the jean shorts? Like, there's no like <laughs> everyone's just like he just comes out, oh, I found her in the woods. And he's like, Well, where where have you been? Like, why are you yeah. look the way you look? It's f we're in Washington, it's cold, it's winter time. Yeah. This book starts off with Bella contemplating her own uh mortality because she's like i it's now my birthday i'm gonna i'm officially a year older than edward even though edward's 109 she's like he's 17 and now i'm officially 18 and so she has this like nightmare dream of like her grandmother being with edward but it's not her grandmother it's actually her um and so she like really hates her birthday and edward's like i don't care sis i love your birthday all i want is for you to like grow old and be human so they the cullens throw her like a birthday party um, so the, we get off to a weird start in this movie where you pointed it out. She arrives at school. All her friends are just like standing around being like, Bella, Hey, Bella. And then Edward shows up and he, uh, parks across four parking spots. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, move. in the Volvo. In the Volvo. And he's just always so parking poorly dressed. Parking horizontal and vertical parking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's just never dressed appropriate. Like, I don't understand how be Belly, how Edward's not the most bullied person in Forks, Washington High School. Because he dresses like he's asking to be 
like what mm-hmm. will I feel like everyone probably talks about him. Has everyone back. in his family graduated at this point? No, they're no. all still in school. Alice and Jasper are still in school. Uh, Rosalie and Emmett are older. It's like they, they split it up half and half. So like some of them are juniors and some of them are seniors. But like in this world, like Alice and Edward for sure are still juniors or whatever grade Bella's in. Mm-hmm. You know, my biggest problem is with this movie is that none of the vampires are at all interesting or cool characters whatsoever yeah. until you meet the one vampire in Italy. What's his name? The main dude. Arrow. He's actually cool. Like says lines in an interesting way. Like yeah. is acting like an actor. Are you saying like, Michael Sheen? Yeah. Yeah. The best part of this movie. Yeah. How many times is in this movie? 12 seconds. Oh, you you wait. You're going to see lots more Michael Sheen in Michael later Sheen movies. Michael Sheen is a big, big part. And the other dude is in the church is like, they should be trialed or whatever. Like the other <laughs> guy just like, like, I don't know. It's they like, it, they set up like, it can be an interesting thing. Like, oh, it's like the vampire church, but they're only interested in science. And you're like, okay, well, all right, we're going to get this all figured out. But it's just <laughs> like. Well, that's what they do. That's what they talk about. Are they interested in science? That's what they said. I don't remember any of this. Like they were like focusing on, th- but they're they they like science discovery. It's like what they actually say during that painting scene when he looks into the painting, like in Mario, and you jump into the painting and you like were the listening thing to that part. In. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I think every teenage girl's eyes were glossed over to yeah. her. Like the history lesson. Science. That's really funny. We are jumping ahead. That's really funny. We're going to come back to that. Yeah. Uh, um, and so he parks across all of the parking spots and then she, he's like, oh, wait, Bella, because I can read minds. I can sense that there's somebody here who wants to talk to you. And it's Jacob. Jacob Black pulls up to Forks, Washington, a school he does not go to at the beginning of a weekday, the top of the day, to give Bella a birthday present, which does not happen in the book like that. It's like he goes to her house like after school, which is way more normal. Mm-hmm. Also, are they even like good friends at that point? No, like, they barely they're, see they're, each other. They barely see each other. And the way the last book ends off is like they just they're kind of like aware of each other because their dads are friends. So it's super weird. I hate the way they like ham fist Jacob and they're like, oh, he's a love interest now. And yeah. like immediately, like you pointed out, she starts like flirting with Jacob, like right She's in front a of Edward. Real flirt. And Edward's she like standing does. right there. And he's like, you don't like this. Uh, so that's like, that's where we start off. My girlfriend can only talk to me and, and my uh, sister. And then they go to school and they have this very intense conversation during Romeo and Juliet. And then they're the not whispering. They're not whispering. He's like, I died in 1917, Bella. <laughs> I also don't really get, because obviously the pair, they're like shoving it down your throat that this is Romeo and Juliet. Like she yeah. wakes up scene one. She's fallen asleep next to her copy of Romeo and Juliet. Like what is the, there's no subtlety. It is so heavy handed. But also like, but what is, are they Roy- Romeo no, and Juliet? They're not. Like, that doesn't seem accurate. That's not accurate. They're star-crossed lovers. One big thing though, that this movie fumbles it's like off your the tortured top, boyfriend doesn't know how to like deal with his guilt. Is that like one big plot that they really don't do a good job with is that like, there's like a, some sort of beast is stalking forks. So there's been like sightings of these really big bears and there's like random hikers that are being killed. And Charlie and Carlisle are like very concerned about it. Carlisle obviously knows what the answer is, but but Charlie being the p- chief of police doesn't know the answer. I just have a quick question is why is Charlie as the police always in charge of looking after like taking care of the bears? Shouldn't that be like animal control? Yeah, but like there's why like, is that police jurisdiction? Because he's killing they have people. no other problems. 
Well, also because these people are like missing and murdered. But is he trained in like bear detection? Yeah. Like, you, shouldn't you call someone who's more equipped really for bears? And, and uh, what's his name? Clearwater. Harry, Harry Clearwater. Clearwater. Harry yeah. Clearwater. There you go. <laughs> At least all movie was introducing Elliot to this is Harry Clearwater. That's Harry Clearwater. Yeah. Big pivotal part of the plot coming and they up. Don't introduce him very well. But anyway, so that's like that's like the looming plot of has the, a heart attack and dies. <laughs> yeah, of the movie is that like Charlie Harry Clearwater and Billy Black are like cons- concerned. I say that in quotations, but Charlie truly is about Wait, who's like Billy Black, Jacob's dad, the one in the wheelchair. Oh right, they're like concerned about this like issue that this big rogue bear is killing all these hikers. And Bella works at Mike Newton's parents like. Uh, sporting goods store so there's always hikers coming in and talking about this this is in the book this is in the Mm -hmm. book but in the movie all they do is like bella's driving down a road and there's like a there's like a throwaway adr line of like a news guy being like another bear attack today in forks we don't know what's going on and that's it that's like all we get like charlie barely talks about it but it's supposed to be like a much bigger deal in the in the story, which I think loses it because it's like. And is the bear supposed to be the wolf people? Yeah, but no, the bear's supposed to be the vampire. But isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. The, the it's, vampire's yeah. the one killing the wolf. Bear but sightings seeing. are the wolf. Yeah, yeah, the sighting is the wolf, but the killer is is the vampire. The, vampire. the woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's who it. I thought they recast. I'm so confused. In Eclipse, they recast her. Yeah, this is her last one. Oh, I thought that she only did Twilight. Yeah, I did too. I forgot yeah, she was in this yeah. movie. I forgot she's in this movie at all. And she's uh, no lines. No, she's no, no she lines. She just flips herself around. But I felt like that was a big L for this movie because it's like, and also Harry Clearwater is a much bigger part. And it's like a big deal that Harry Clearwater dies because it like kind of makes the end of the movie and the book make sense. Well, listen, I'm in it for the love triangle and I could, I could care less about the, the like back stage like plot <laughs> circumstances i'm like whatever what they could all just be like fighting over like a new mayor mayoral <laughs> election love that. like some like small town politics as the backdrop it's true but then like, billy bean runs for camp council <laughs> billy bean, billy bean. <laughs> the, the baseball player Billy Bean, um, Billy Black, and Charlie. What if they? What if they were both trying to run for mayor, and that caused like a rift in their friendship? Oh, that, that would makes be so no good. Sense. <laughs> Maggie's like, no, that destroys the world we've I was built. Going to make a handicap joke, but I'm not going to. No. That's yeah. good of you. But birthday happens, and all was going well for a total of I don't know twelve seconds, <laughs> and um, they give him a bunch of shitty gifts. He like gives her a radio in her car. And then <laughs> yeah, Emmett buys her a radio to put I can't in her remember truck. What, he, what does he cut her finger on? She she's like opening a box. It's a paper cut. It's a paper cut. She's like opening a, a box and she cuts her finger. She slices it and sliced it open with like bleeding style. No, no? it's like where it drips to the ground. Where it rips no. like straight to the bone and just <laughs> and so and then the reaction it's the of juiciest that juiciest paper cut that, I've ever that seen. That one uh, vampire who looks Jasper. really strange. She was just like you got yeah. the got the he's scent the newest of the, edition. Yeah. He, he went all crazy. I and do then, have to say that seemed like a pretty like boring party before that happened. Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> they well, were they all just standing. They don't do anything. They just stand. But that's how they are and as Bella's characters. Like, I want to be part of this. And then they handed her a gift, and then she, and then she got beat up, and she's like, I I can't live and without he, you. And he threw her into glass. I'm like, you and fool. made it worse. What are yeah, you I was doing? like, why wouldn't you just put her behind you? Just like tuck her behind you, yeah. and or like pick her up and run. You're real. Fast. Because he didn't trust fast. himself to be close to her. Edward, she was, yeah, 
That's why he pushes her away is to protect her because he I knows that he she... pushes her away to protect her from Jasper and himself because he's this too close so to the toxic. blood. Am I so right? He's like, and that's he's like, and then everybody leaves except for Carlisle. Yeah, the edge lord, and he <laughs> is you know just kind of on the edge of the fix the whole he time. Is the edge lord so much sexual tension between her and him and Carlisle Ooh. Bella and Bella Carlisle, and Carlisle. they like so arm like, fixing scene no, oh my god she's like holding all. she's like grasping his like abdomen while he's like stitching up her arm and also in the books Carlisle is she so spends a lot of time like she, like seeking out his like she'll be like I need to go talk to Carlisle and then like spend hours in his study where she like he like tells her the history of that like everybody that is another subplot I would love where she leaves Edward for his father um <laughs> Carlisle to me reads as like a closeted gay like Republican governor. <laughs> it is true. He does literally look like that too. Yeah. He wears like the cardigan with the like checkered collared shirt and then like a thin scarf around it. It is it is true. And like the khaki white pants. But didn't yeah. she feel the sexual tension? Not at all. I did. I Carlisle's did. Why are they has so close no to each other? No sexuality then? to me. He has more attention with her than he does with his own wife. Maybe but I need I to rewatch. Like if that was an okay, here's the deal. She she like injures her inner arm, and instead of her like putting her arm out like like to the side like a normal patient, it's like out in front of her around his body, <laughs> yeah. in between the crook of her like. You arm. know what I noticed? There's no need for that positioning. Do you know what I noticed? The sexual tension between Alice and Bella. And then I remember oh, yeah. that I used to think that and is there read some fan, fan fiction, fiction about that? Of oh, Alice there's a 100% fan fiction. And I get it because they never Bella. they never develop Alice and, and Bella's friendship in any capacity. It's just all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're just friends because Alice friends. was like, I see that we're going to be friends in the future. But I'm like, what is your friendship based what do you on? Talk about? What do you talk about? You have nothing in common. And like, you, I'll buy you a dress for dinner. Very different energies. It's so strange, but they just like are instantly obsessed so with each at other. What scene are you feeling? Uh, when chemistry? Alice oh. um, comes to be like oh my gosh Bella's dead and then they're sitting on the couch and or, Alice is like oh my gosh you're alive or right at the beginning when she's running down the, the hallway at school and does like a flip and then yeah. says like hey Bella like really yeah. casually but does like a parkour <laughs> style off the lockers I think yeah. Alice has a little crush on and then Bella. Bella spends the whole movie like writing these letters to Alice that Alice yeah. never gets but that's just because she's her only friend what? No, what? she's using Alice to get. I think it's one sided. I think Alice has a little crushy crush on Bella, but it's not reciprocated. Bella just sees her as like a vehicle to Edward. Because apparently yes. everyone in this movie You're has a being crush on used. Bella. One thing I have to say about Alice though, is Alice gives Bella her her gift at school, which is a dress for the for the following birthday party, and she says. I, I saw it. I know you're going to love it. Alice, why didn't you see that Bella's going to get a paper cut and fucking ruin the whole party? Why didn't you see that, Alice? Yeah, thrown into a wall. Huh, Alice? I, I also don't that. understand. Well, I know they try and explain it, but it doesn't make sense to me why Bella is immune to all vampire powers. But Except uh, Alice. Alice can see her. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Shit. But Bella... Uh, recovers everybody's a little shook uh and then in the book edward spends like the next few like days and weeks being like oh fuck like i can't be with bella she's like too delicate but i love her so much like the next day 
no it doesn't happen the next day oh. it's like it takes like a week where like he starts being really standoffish and he stops like coming over to her house at night and like hanging out with Watching her, at her school. sleep yeah and she starts to notice and she like is like trying to get the courage to like confront him uh but in the movie it just happens like the next day he's like mm, that was pretty cringe <laughs> um because bella's like you have to make me a vampire you can't protect me forever and edward's like what if i did protect you forever by just like getting gtfo me protecting you was me leaving and so he takes her for a walk into like the deep woods which is pretty reckless where you break up with everyone where we know there's a big bear sighting happening and yeah i don't understand what was the rationale behind that like edward does it because he assumes that um that she'll like find her way out of the forest but I know he assumes she'll get out of <laughs> yeah, the forest. That's why, would, why would you I don't need know. to do it in the forest? I thought through like he's put her like he has put her in a very vulnerable situation by leaving. Like he it is kind of fucked to like yeah. introduce her to this a like, bunch of vampires who are after her. After and her then and just like get the leave. Fuck out. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? I guess like his logic is that Victoria uh, from the last movie, because if you recall the events of Twilight, Edward and the gang kill Victoria's boyfriend, James, because mm-hmm. he tried to kill Bella. I think Edward assumes that Victoria would go for him, which doesn't make any sense because no. he's a much harder target than to just kill the fucking human that's already there. But anyways, Edward thinks he like is doing Bella a solid. So he like lies to her and is like, I actually hate you. And I think you're ugly and boring. And uh, my whole family's leaving because we look too young to be here. So and she's like, OK, let me tell Charlie why we're leaving. And then he's like, you can't come. I hate you. I mean, my family and myself you're not good for me and so then uh bella has like a little panic attack and freaks out and passes out in the woods and then uh we see sam yuli who's like a very thorough summary are you going through moment (laughs) by moment and then she's wearing a yellow jacket and then sam came and so then there's a, he's wearing jeans. <laughs> there's a big search for Bella. She's missing. Uh, but of course, the wolf pack who's been looming in the background know what's going on. And Sam Yuli finds Bella. He's he's shirtless. It's raining. He's wearing jean shorts. I did have the realization. I think Sam is the cutest of the wolves. I was about to say, and I didn't know if that was an unpopular. He's Sam? so handsome. He's so handsome. And no, his shoulders Paul. are so broad. I don't yeah. Know, which one is, I think Charlie and Sam are the like. They're very that's handsome. That's the real love triangle we for me this time around. We did say that last night. Like, like rewatching like charlie is the one that so, we want oh he's a babe so beautiful charlie's who we, he's we the were, full package we were sleeping on charlie he's he owns gone. a house yeah he's a perpetual bachelor he's a man of authority mm-hmm. he loves to hunt bears and rake just a goofy guy <laughs> he does like to rake. does like to rake but anyway so edward leaves bella bella goes into like a catatonic state for months yeah. where she just stares outside and her this window. is when the movie becomes the snl parody of this movie yeah. where it just gets so over the top and there's just so much of the screaming in the nighttime yeah, like and the night terrors and yeah. the wolves in the forest and like all that kind of stuff and the conversations between each other and i was just like I'm like you you know what you're writing right like <laughs> I, I understand they're saying like it was a supernatural love so her like it's not a normal grief she's yeah. like she cannot function without this and so in edward's absence and all the cullens have like packed up and left they're like mwah, mwah, see you later uh she they blocked her on everything she tries to send alice emails return to sender they don't go through yeah um and so she's like well the only way i can like even remember that edward exists is when i put myself in in danger i can somehow like hear his voice in my head telling me to stop so she's like i'm gonna 
get some dirt bikes and me and Jacob are going to like build them. And she goes like, on a little joy ride. She goes on a little joy ride after like. After seeing. Oh, no, this is before Facebook. Yeah, yeah. She goes to see a movie with uh, with Jessica because Charlie's like, if you don't get your shit together, I'm sending you to Arizona because I don't. You're really harshing my vibe and well, I love you, you, but you're being crazy. Did we already talk about her getting like picked up in the woods by yeah, yeah. the dude Sam and him Uli showing pick- up and they're like, what? Yeah, he's shirtless. He's wearing jean shorts. Like, were you running before this? But and what they don't her? make clear is because all of the, the guys from the reserve are there. Harry Clearwater, Billy Black, they all know. They know Sam Yuli's a werewolf. They know what's been going down. Well, Harry makes a face. He's like, he's like, it's, he he gives a little like, oh, cool man. Like, he knows because job. in the book, is he also a werewolf? No, Sam Yuli, Billy Black are not werewolves. It skipped a generation because and they're born with it. Yeah, they're born with it. No one is bitten. No, they'll get into the uh, the story a little bit in Eclipse, but pretty much what happened is like they're all the descendants of wolves, but they're only like triggered to be wolves when there's a threat nearby. So the earlier, like the older generation, like Harry Clearwater and Billy Black didn't have an immediate threat because the Cullens have lived there on and off for however many decades. And it has nothing to do with the moon. It has nothing to do with the moon. It's a fact even that Even though now, the title is New Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's New Moon, uh, because it's a new moon. You know, it's like she's turning a leaf. It's Jacob. The new moon is Jacob. Which would have made much more sense if there was that. But also the new moon uh, issues in the new werewolf kind of. group or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not incorrect. But it is incorrect. <laughs> you just said it's incorrect. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it's the new moons of werewolves. Uh, because Victoria is this looming threat because she's stalking forks and is like inciting danger and killing other people. So now the wolves, like their inner wolf gene is being triggered to yeah. protect forks. So there shouldn't, there should only be like two or three wolves in any given time. But yeah. because there's such a looming threat, that's why like all these like preteen boys are turning into wolves. Yeah. My, so many of them. My problem is just that the they don't, they don't, use any of the silliness of the lore of vampires and very serious Elliot because you would think because you know they're turning into the werewolves when you see like you know the wolf man he's the wolf man but he's got his jean shorts on still no no but these just they just rip right through them the jean shorts I mean, they, what do you think it is about jean out, shorts so, for you? Because that's, I would think they go into like, you watch the old wolf man. He's running around, he's hairy and he's got shorts yeah. on. He looks like the Hulk. Like it's No, it's like a whole thing of like, they run out of clothes and like some of them have to like, they like tie like something to the back of their legs. That way, once they like go back into human form, they have a pair of clothes nearby. Cause they and like, I do wish that every time they they transform they would scream like wolf out or like something Woo-hoo! like that. Yeah. Do you own a pair of jean shorts? No, not currently. You used would to. Would you consider? Yeah, maybe after watching the movie I you should, should maybe I should get, get an arm tattoo your like 5k in the in jean shorts. In jean shorts. <laughs> in jean shorts. Um and so Bella and Jacob are spending a lot of time together. Bella becomes like a thrill seeker cuz she's she also Edward has like scrapped any evidence that he even knew her. He was like, "Uh-uh, all our pictures gone." All those he like right he gives her a CD of him like playing lullabies and he's like, mm, "Yoink." I don't understand that part. Like, why does he need to erase himself because from he her wants, life? He thinks that, like, her life would be better off if she just, like, had didn't even know that he existed. Like, just, like, completely remove himself so that way. Because he's like, any presence of me just, like, fucks her whole world up. So. He thinks that's how you get over somebody. Yeah, he's like, I will live a life of Which suffering. Which is not wrong. I was going to say, if you, if you just keep looking at pictures of them. That's... I feel like before Instagram existed, it was probably really easy to get over people. Also, like, they haven't been together that <laughs> no one long. Had hard 
heartbreak ever before Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Everyone's just fine. They're just yeah. throwing away their photo albums. Um, they haven't really been dating that long because like the movie starts and it's September and then he leaves and then it's October, November, December, January. Like they've pretty much been apart longer than they've been together. So it is <laughs> that iconic shot of her staring out her window and all the seasons change. And Charlie's raking. Charlie's Still raking. raking. I it would have been so great if they did that shot and it would just keep doing a circle of her somehow growing a beard and then always <laughs> looking out the window and he's like no matter what season is raking something he's like, like really shoveling old. snow he's really old raking. he looks like uh, the guy from Up yeah. I feel like that'd be a good Halloween costume for you Elliot Charlie. Be Charlie Swan Charlie raking yeah. Charlie raking what Charlie, a, what Charlie a deep cut. in eclipse <laughs> raking yeah. new moon a new moon sorry yeah. um, who are you I'm the father raking <laughs> I'm Charlie, Charlie Swan raking. Charlie raking um, and it's like women talking <laughs> Charlie raking. Um, anyways, and he puts up with her bullshit for way too long. <laughs> he's, he really he's does. her father. Yeah, but he'd still like. Mm. I'd be like, you need to go. You, you need, need to see, go do- see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and she'd be like, Carlisle was a doctor, and he's literally like waking her every night from her like screaming night terrors, being like, get it together. Uh-huh. Um, and so, so yeah, so now she has this like kind of like march spring break fling with jacob where she spends every day on the reserve and like getting to know his friends and all the while like he's like he has a group of friends he starts with and then sam yuli's this like weird jean short wearing man and they're like why are all my friends hanging out there and then slowly one by one all of his friends get indoctrinated into sam yuli's cult in quotations but it's not a cult it's just that they've become werewolves and it's like a secret to the rest of the city and the tribe members, except for the elders, which is Billy Black and Harry Clearwater. Well, you're missing some really great lines of dialogue that we've passed over when she brings her, well, after she she goes on the joyride with the weird guy and mm-hmm. then she sees the force ghosts a bunch. Also the rules about the force ghosts, like Star Wars, don't really make sense. What are you saying? Like it, when he shows up as a ghost, Edward Force yeah, Ghost, I don't like, like Force it. Ghost, yeah, because they ripped it off Star Wars. Because in Star Wars oh. they come up as, as Force Ghosts, but the whole physics of him because <laughs> he's in the ghost and he's in the water, and then his hair is all watery. <laughs> that wouldn't happen to a ghost. <laughs> yeah, not affected by the elements. Not it's not a ghost; it's a figment of her imagination. But it's like even then. But it's kind of not though, because it's like it is happening for her. I don't know; it's hard to explain. Not happening way, for her. She's just like seeing something in her. It's like a like a person who sees things. Right. Mm-hmm. She. They're ho- however you envision them. She gets on that guy's motorcycle. The ghost kind of pops up. Then she decides to go to the scrapyard and get two other motorcycles. Right. And she's yeah. like, "We're gonna build these together. I'm gonna proceed and just watch you fix these." And in the for... book, she does pay Jacob for doing that, and great. she gives money for the parts. And we get. A, and she pays money. We get a really <laughs> great line, which was when they meet for the first time, and two people come knocking on the door, and Bella gets startled. Jacob's friends. And Jacob's. Don't worry, it's just my boys. And then the boys come in. <laughs> and then the boys, Paul they literally and do children. come in. Yeah, just Quill these two Embry. other fifteen-year-old show up quill what kind of name is quill like a like a quilt quilt quill short for quilt <laughs> the t was too hard yeah and Ow, then I my microphone. also i do wish that they had within the 
the cool editing monologue when she like throws the thing and he catches like the wrench or whatever. Yeah, she throws I wish, a piece of pizza and he I catches a wrench. In every shot, she had still cut something or hurt herself, and he still has to take off his shirt and <laughs> yeah. give it to her no matter what happened. Like sprains his ankle. Oh no! And like takes his shirt off and like wraps it around her ankle or like kind yeah. of it builds and builds and builds That's and builds. That's the best part is because then they finish the bikes and Bella takes it for a test ride and she just eats shit and bumps into a rock and her head starts bleeding and Jacob immediately takes his shirt off to like dab the blood, but he doesn't even dab the blood really. It's still all over her face he's mm-hmm. more just like look bella i have abs i'm a grown man now. i'm yeah. a wig and they and start to says, jacob you're so beautiful yeah and then they start to fall in love which encourages her to go back to talking to her friends and yeah. her, her one weirdo friends like want to go see yeah bella's come back to life i want to go see love punch. spelled backwards is love yeah <laughs> they want to go see love spelled backwards is love but bella wants to see she bella wants to see, wants to see face, face punch, punch. <laughs> which why we haven't made the trailer for yes. Face Punch yet? I'm appalled. Face Punch is great because Bella's like come back from the dead, and literally when she comes back to talk to her friends, they're talking about the bear attacks. But again, unless you heard that one throwaway line in the beginning of the movie, you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Bear attacks?" Are those movie titles in the book? Because that seems like a real no. Stephanie. I think it's Ma- Meyer called- joke. I think it's I think in the book they go see a zombie movie and because like Bella has like a little freak out about it. It's it's just so specific to like make up a movie title that's face punch is not in the book. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) That's a strange move. That doesn't seem like a Stephanie. That seems like actually kind of funny, though, because they're like so obviously like (laughs) love spelled backwards is love. Yeah. Like that's funny. I don't think it's called that in the book either, but it's because that's actually funny. So she couldn't have written that. (laughs) She could not have done that. Because in the movie, yeah, it's like she goes, they go to see a vampire movie and she has some sort of like internal turmoil about that. But then the, loving the undead, the weirdo guy that they also go see the movie. Mike. He doesn't like the movie and goes out, throws up. Which yeah, he can't him, handle getting punched in the face. Him, him not being able to handle face punch triggers uh, Jacob's werewolfism. <laughs> yeah, yes. that was the most like baffling. <laughs> that seems so funny. About to beat the crap out of him. Mike Newton's like, I have to go home. I feel sick. There's too much gore. And Jacob Black's like, you can't handle face punch. And then yeah, starts, getting starts getting unreasonably really angry. angry. And, and it's walk- not even that he can't handle the gore. It's that he has the flu. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we watch him go through f- f- puberty before our eyes. Also, uh, they're already like snuggling on the couch. And I'm yeah. like, are on the steps. And I, yeah. I he's like trying to hold her hand. Yeah. I don't get it. It's a lot. Anyway, so Jacob and Bella almost kiss uh, in the truck, but she's like, I love you too much to kiss you. She's like, this friendship is all I have. I can't ruin it by kissing you. Well, she knows she'll never love him the right way. Yeah. Um, This is a side note back to the movie. Did uh, anyone watch it in theaters? No, of course, because yes. because when both boys have their hands out ready to hold her hand during the movie, that that got a big laugh in the theater. Oh, yeah. That was got funny. a big laugh. Got a big laugh. You remember time. that laugh in 2009? Standing yeah. ovation. Yeah. <laughs> Bella just decides one day she's like, I'm going to go for a girly little walk. I'm going to do something with this real girly pop and I'm going to walk to the field that Edward and I once frolicked in. And oh, she gets right. there, it's all dead. And Laurent, you know, oh deep gosh. cut to Twilight. Yeah. He was in the Lenny, pack. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, Lenny, the vampire Lenny Kravitz. He's like, ooh, Bella, mm, girly, I saw the... the Are gonna, you gonna go my way? <laughs> I was gonna say, the clerks are gone. The Cullens are gone. The clerks are gone. He's like, I know the clerks house is empty. She's like, I'll refer to them as the clerks from now on. <laughs> the clerks. <laughs> Carlisle Clark. 
Edward Clark. Edward Clark. Ed Clark. Ed Clark. Ed Clark. <laughs> the guy works at TD. <laughs> um, anyways, he's like, oh, I noticed the Cullens are gone. You must be uh, home alone, allegedly. And he's like, listen, I could kill you or Victoria's going to kill you because she's deaf trying to kill you. Ha ha. Uh, but then the werewolves come and they pounce and they're like, Wah! and they kill Laurent. And Bella's like, oh, my God. And she runs home and she's like, Papa, it is not a yeah, bear. She's it's screaming. A wolf. She's like, are they wolves? Are they pigs? They look so weird. <laughs> they kind of look like big boars. But she's like, Papa, Papa, can you hear me? They are not bears. They are wolves. Uh, and Harry Clearwater's like, he's doing shifty eyes because he knows. He knows who the wolves are. He's like, they boys. But he can't say anything because poor little Charlie's just worry. a man. These are my boys. Yeah, he's. Harry Clearwater's like literally those are my boys yeah I can vouch but he's like whatever Charlie I'll go on this expedition with you and then uh, Victoria somehow like picks up Harry Clearwater without Charlie noticing they know last expedition yeah and uh, and Harry Clearwater dies of a heart attack I bawled my eyes out did you? <laughs> no, I Sorry, that's a weird joke. Uh, but I feel like you would. You'd be like, you that man who had two lines in the movie. Oh, he's so old. That's and so uh, he like covers up all the tracks of the werewolves, and uh, Harry Clearwater dies. Covers okay. up all the tracks. He, he brushed over one paw print. <laughs> all the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> They'll never find him. He, he sweeps up one paw, he gets picked up and like choke slammed and died. Oh, yes. And also, like, right when this happens, Jacob, like, has now, he's he's wolf in time. He, it's yes, wolf in time for raining, Jacob. He's, he's naked. He's wolfed out. Yeah, the scene in the rain where they're both sort of drowning. And she's like touching his abs. Yeah. And she's just like so sad that he has so many abs. Yeah. yeah she's she's like, just feeling his abs she's like oh yeah because he stops talking to her for a little bit she's like you got so buff and now you don't want to be and i was like everyone in her life wants to break up with her i know i felt that was i was like whoa i feel sad for you bella like you're just getting ghosted like you wish you're gonna have some (laughs) she's not a very good friend to be honest she's She's very much she's never there when people need her Yes, so yeah, that's true. She's only there when she needs people. She's a bad friend to her like high school friends. I feel she's like a she's a, friend she's a good friends. friend to Jacob. But she doesn't initially. really like her high school friends. No, she doesn't really like yeah. Jessica. I think she likes Angela. And there's also another girl that's been cut from the whole series named Lauren, who she truly doesn't like. But like, and Alice, I guess somehow is like still looking out for Bella's future. So she sees that Bella's jumped off a cliff, but then can't see that Bella survived it. That doesn't make Those sense to me either. Those visions are pesky. She can get things wrong. And so like just when uh, J- Jacob's dropping her off and he's like, I could smell there's a vampire nearby. And she sees Carlisle's car. She's like, they're back. And it's just Alice who's mm-hmm. manically driven over. And she was like, oh my God, I had this this vision that you jumped off a cliff. And she's like, no, I was cliff jumping. <laughs> and yeah. Alice goes, Stealing oh, oh, me. Frick, I boggled the whole thing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> boggled. I might as well just drive on home. Yeah. Uh, Where do you think she was staying? Alice? Yeah. Do you think she was in Port Angeles? The Marriott or, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. somewhere nearby. Do you think she was in the Marriott for the last six months? Mm-hmm, probably. Yeah. Like a local <laughs> By the airport? Yeah. Her brother moves away. She moves into a Marriott. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen here. She needs to be within driving distance. <laughs> Just in case. She's been in a hotel by the airport hotel the whole time. The, the other vampire husband's like, Her Jasper. Because <laughs> also, like Edward goes to Brazil because he's like, shit, I'm such a bad tracker. Um, I'm gonna 
go to Brazil and like learn the ways of tracking so I can track Victoria who Maybe never left the area. So that didn't make sense. He wants to learn Portuguese. I think he honestly Did you ever Club consider? de Esquina and was like, I know they're going to do one more <laughs> concert. <me> Brazil. <laughs> Gijain, Gijain. Yeah, that's what Edward. I, when he picked up the phone, Club de Esquina was playing in the background. <laughs> he was at the concert. With his little ripped shirt for no reason. Yeah, the, I know. I'm like, they have shirts in Brazil. <laughs> no, he's so sad. He stopped wearing shirts. The phone call scene was enough to put me over the edge. Because he calls her house. and Edward. Edward calls Bella. Bella's house, yeah. And Jacob answers the phone. You would assume that he would know that it's his voice, at yeah. least on the phone. He says, Bella residence. Swan and residence. Swan residence, whatever. <laughs> Belly residence. <laughs> and... <laughs> He presumes this, yeah, he says, well, I don't know, something about where's Charlie or the first thing. And like, Bella's like standing there watching him talk to him on the phone. At no point does he hand her the phone or whatever. It's just like, no, he no he's, he's uh, you know, uh, having a planning, he's, uh, a, funeral. planning a funeral and then hangs up the phone. She's like, well, who was it? Oh, it was your, your old boyfriend. Why didn't you let me talk to him? Like, oh, I just took a message or like whatever. This is whole thing. Just like he didn't ask to speak to you. That's what he said. <laughs> and Bella said, I don't care. It's just like, well, he didn't know, think I was. I, it was, it was actually like this. That was like straight up from like a Friends episode. Yeah. The miscommunication. And I am going to jump ahead before to close to the end where I'm shocked and appalled that we have a fan fiction that is turned into, you know, the 50 shades of gray sound franchise or whatever it is. And we don't have a franchise of what would be called like Charlie's version where it would just be, were you also into Charlie? The But I'm into just every scene with him in it. It it's starts with, with sexual tension. No, Jesus. <laughs> it starts with him being like, <sighs> So where were you for the past three days? <laughs> I know what Charlie thinks is like, going on. She's screaming and Steve's like, so what's wrong now? Or like whatever. <laughs> Everything starts with a sigh and him being like, now what's wrong? He just thinks this is what being a father to a teenage girl is like complicated. He did I don't wrong. think he does. I think he thinks it's like, this seems more fucked up than it needs to be. I think Sorry, Charlie's Tracy. realized that there's some red flags that like, I think Charlie's at the beginning of realizing his daughter's in a toxic relationship. <laughs> like I'd love to see. Yeah. Like almost the Lion King one and a half where they just show it all through his perspective. When he comes home, nobody's there. <laughs> He's like freaking out, figuring out where Bella is. Some shirtless dude runs out of the woods carrying her. Oh, she's fine. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's like a version of Twilight that's told from Edward's perspective. And you're right. They should do like a, a version of all the events from Charlie's, Charlie's perspective. perspective. Raking for 12 seasons. She's looking at, she's still sitting she's still in the there. window. <laughs> I think this is a horror movie. She needs to move back to her mom's house. It's like the Babadook. It is. (laughs) No, it's like, is my daughter possessed? Who are all these men carrying her? She keeps on disappearing into the woods, and then men keep on bringing her out. She seems possessed. (laughs) Harry Clearwater dies. Everyone around her just My best keeps friend, like, Harry turning. Did. All I, all he wanted to do was go fishing that one day. <laughs> With Harry Clearwater. And yeah, she like how dumps, sad must his life dumps be? all this news. Like, and he's like, I guess I don't have to go fishing today. And Harry Clearwater, God bless his soul. It's like, yes, we do. We yeah. do. You need to break from this toxic home <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. From Bella Swan. Well, sure, right. This would be such a scary movie if it was from Charlie's perspective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like really obsessed with this like ominous family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this cultish family. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, and then she takes whatever the the next flight that goes straight from Forks to Italy. Yeah, her and Alice are like, get us on the red eye to fucking Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice steals a Ferrari, and she's like, okay, is a Porsche. Sorry, in the book, it's a Ferrari, and she's like, okay, uh, Edward is going to kill himself in the town square <laughs> at noon. <laughs> so that's public where we, event. That's where we got to go. And uh, that fun fact was filmed in Montepulciano, and I was there two weeks after they filmed it, as I told Elise and Elliot while we were watching. And this was the height of my love for Robert Pattinson. It was like I was certain that I would meet him because I wasn't aware of their filming dates. Mm. So in my head, I was like, well, I guess we're going to Montepulciano so I can meet Robert Pattinson and fall in love. But they had wrapped two weeks before but they still had like the the film barriers up in the in the town square i would do more with my immortality i'd be like maybe i should find love again or like become an athlete yeah (laughs) become an athlete they do blood tests though (laughs) yeah you can even like poke a syringe through his skin how's he gonna how are they gonna do any of the blood work like why doesn't he like write books low low league athlete (laughs) amateur well he's only 18 right (laughs) Your leg. Do like I wish he accomplished more with his life. Like he's all he's done is just gone to high school a lot. It's true. And then the fact that he meets a girl and breaks up with her and has nothing to live for because he has no hobbies. He's just like accomplished everything already. Does every other vampire feel that same way about her? That like because she's yes. the chosen one. What what she way smells her? really good. In love with like, her? They are they all in love with her and want to eat her? No, especially. No. But they all want to eat her. They all want to eat her, but like Rosalie hates her goddamn guts. Rosalie's like, F you and everything you stand for. Yeah. Rosalie's but like she perpetually does smell flipping good. her the bird. She doesn't respect that? her. That's like Edward's blonde sister. Okay. Bella, like, Bella swoops in. She's like, Edward, no, I'm here, I'm alive. And he's like, is this heaven? Uh, and so then the Volturi's like, hey, that wasn't cool. And he's like, no worries, my guys. I actually didn't do anything wrong. And they're like, oh, we don't feel so girly pop about that. So you should probably still come down to the basement and chat with, uh, with the Church of Science. And so Edward and Bella and Alice have to go downstairs where they're going to get uh, spanked by the principal. Mm-hmm. And, and they have uh, like a uh, vampire smackdown versus raw fight. Yeah. Choke well, slams and Charlie, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen was there. Mar- Martin Sheen, Michael Sheen. He's like, Oh, Edward's in love with a human. That's kind of weird. Uh, and she's like, I would die for him. And, uh, and then that's where we get this weird diabolical dilemma where like, uh, arrows gift is that he can like touch your hand and see like every thought you've ever had. And he it doesn't work on Bella. And he's like, and Edward's like, I know it kind of sucks. I can't read her mind either. And then Jane. She's just has the Cruciatus curse or whatever the thing is from Harry Potter. Yeah. And then Jane is like, uh, my thing is I can make you feel pain without touching you. And so she does it to Edward. And he's like, ah! and then she does it to Bella. And she's like, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then for some reason they have a smackdown. And then they all start fighting. Yeah. And then all the henchmen are like, well, we still have got to fight to the death. And he throws him so hard his face cracks. Yeah. Who hasn't been there though? Yeah, I bet, face crack of the century, uh, literally. I bet that scene parallels the plot of Face Punch. Actually, <laughs> I bet. I bet there's a lot of overlap in those uh, fight sequences. Yeah, I don't think right. so because I overheard some of the dialogue that was happening during Face Punch, and it was just like, "So you think you're gonna punch me?" Kind of stuff like that. And I wish there was more dialogue like that during the vampire fight. That was kind of the vibe, though. Yeah, it was sure, like, you're yeah. gonna smack me. 
me in the concrete. Uh, and so then they're like, Bella, you have to promise that you're going to be a vampire. And then Alice is like, I've seen it. And then Alice's vision of Bella and Edward as vampires truly shocking. Up every time. All we see is like, it's like a long dolly shot of a forest and Edward comes running out and he's wearing... <laughs> He's wearing khaki pants, a cream button-down shirt with an open brown vest. Yeah, they look like uh, like the Snow White. No, he, yeah. he looks like the what's his, what's Pinocchio's dad's name? <laughs> oh my god, Geppetto. Geppetto. And then she's wearing right. like a doily dress, and I'm yeah. like, what you? Is this? They've gone They've back gone in time. <laughs> and they're all just like running in slow motion. It's just so funny because like in the whole book, Bella always is describing how like beautiful Edward is and how she like can't help but take in his like Marvel and he's so well dressed. And then in the movies, they're like, oh, okay. I'm thinking brown vest. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, just- I'm thinking Gap. <laughs> Gap pants. Gap, but make it 1908. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. they let them go. And then Bella comes back to the Collins and is like, we must take a vote. And she gathers his family. Yeah. And they all stand as they usually do, like right. weird little vampires. Right, right, right. And they, they do the vote. And he's like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll try. I'll I'll turn you into a vampire on, on one condition. And then as we're watching the movie, I didn't know what he was going to say. And I just screamed out ass play. But it turned out to be marry me. Yeah, which is more horrifying for her. <laughs> more, more horrifying, more way shocking. Longer, way yeah. more preparation needed. <laughs> yeah, and more money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she's like, we can do it after I didn't graduation. Hear you say that. That's funny. Did. He said ass play right as Edward said, marry me. Yeah. It was like to the cadence. I was like, <laughs> I got drowned out. I was like crying quietly to myself. <laughs> and Elliot's like, ass you. play. <laughs> Um, yeah, because she's like, okay, I'll, you can turn me into a vampire after we graduate so I can like explain my absence to Charlie. And then he's like, well, you also got to marry me. Because I think the, the major scene of this movie is the standoff between Jacob and Edward in the woods. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I think that's the the pivotal action scene. You can't hurt each other without hurting me. And Edward's realized that had he not broken up with her, that she would not have this like tangled relationship yeah. with Jacob and that he just has to like bear it. Yeah. He d- That's a big part of it is like in eclipse too. He's like, you like helped Bella through this and I, I got, Oh, you one fam, but it's my fault. They didn't really fight though. They fought for like 12 he seconds. He turns into a wolf and they're ready to fight. And then Bella says, hurting yeah. each other hurts me. Yeah. It's like some big, uh, Batman V Superman vibes where it's like all lead up. Listen, uh, Elliot Janetta, not all big scenes are We're big done. because there's a fight. <laughs> Elliot has one note that just says, Buongiorno. <laughs> Buongiorno. That was me remembering that, that reference? we had gotten to Italy at that point. <laughs> Italy, Buongiorno. <laughs> one condition asked. Buongiorno, you want to be a vampire? Like stuff like that, I wish what was in it. This movie does in a. Uh, nice way is tries to merge like action with romance. Yeah. But all I cared about as a, as a teenage girl and still to this day is, is the, the romance. Is the romance. And so the, In a less, nice way. the less fighting that they have, they could have the better. So you don't like the rest of these no, <laughs> stories. That's why books, I was yeah. like one and two are where it's at. And then it just starts moving more into the action genre. And it was like, which 13 year old girl are you trying to appease? Like, please <laughs> yeah, with this, yeah. like the, the girl who went to go see face punch. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds cool. Actually. I would be friends with her now. Final, final thought on the movie. And where does it rank in terms of 
between this one and the last one, which one Twilight's did you like better? One. Still number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Twilight's number when one. When the fall uh, horn comes home. Yeah, this is a very, very number two. Moon is a close home. second for me because um, I just really enjoy the heartache of it. I mm-hmm. think I find it very cathartic to watch movies where people are in like emotional pain. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Um, what did you think? Where does it stand for you? Oh, very bottom. This sucked. Uh, it was <laughs> the it was bottom r- of two. Real bad. It's two of <laughs> the two. The low end of yeah, two. <laughs> the low end of two. It's like Twilight's number one. This is like negative eight. Yeah, and now you saying it's just gonna get worse. So <laughs> much. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't have I don't, a read on what you. Yeah, uh, I feel enjoy. like you're gonna watch Breaking Down Part One and be like, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah. you're gonna be taking notes on like the science movie. of <laughs> vampires. I feel like so Breaking Dawns will be like the. There's a lot to like. There's a talk lot about. to talk about. A lot of like, what the fuck? Yeah, to there's talk a lot about. of research. There's a Good. lot of science. Vampire like. baby. <laughs> they Google stuff. Good, yeah. <laughs> they go back to Brazil. Yeah. Oh my God, I might have a great time, actually. <laughs> oh, hi. Like, what do I know? Sounds Nothing. like I'm the inverse of everyone. <laughs> yeah, you're like more lore. <laughs> great. Yeah, well... Yeah, well, folks, if you've seen New Moon, I'm really sorry. Um, and we'd also love to hear about what you thought of it. You can leave us a comment for this Elliot, episode on the, the Instagram. Main question that everyone wants to know. Which is what? Team Jacob or Team Edward. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, let us know if you're Team Jacob. No, what's your answer? Oh. <laughs> I you mean, have to pick one. They're both terrible, but I like I like Robert Pattinson more than the werewolf guy. Okay. But the character or the actor? What we're character? About, we're talking about characters, Elliot. <laughs> the the because grumpy I vampire. Like, I like Robert Pattinson much more than I like Taylor Lautner, but I'm Team Jacob. So what's up? What's up? Meet me outside. So, what's so yo, what's up? I, I, I don't like the wolf guy. Anyway, sorry. Yes, yet. please let us know though if you're Team yeah. Jacob or Comment Team Comment on this I'm episode's Instagram post. No, Kate. Are you Team Jacob? I'm Team Edward, obviously. Always have been, always will be. Yeah, I'm Team Edward. Currently, I'm Team Edward, but oh my as time will go on, it might change. No, These Jacob only goes oh, downhill. Yeah. This I, is I, the I'm best gonna... he'll be. Yeah, this is the best and like less entitled that he'll be. I oh. will quickly be turning into Team Edward. <laughs> but yeah. this movie, I'm oh. Team Jacob. Okay. Well. Gets a little handsy in a tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then Jacob's like the first one to be like... So I'll be naked in the tent with her. Yeah, literally. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you all for stopping by. See you in the next one. Situations are critical.